Radio. Hi, this is John Easdale from Dramarama, and you're listening to Radio 8-Ball with your host, Andras Jones. Should we go? Anytime? Okay. Two, three. Uh-oh. Radio 8-Ball, give us a shake. We're here on Pharaoh, tempting fate. Wherever Songs which we will randomly select here with the help of our friend. Synchronicity. Now it's time to give us a shake. We're Radio 8-Ball. Give us a shake, but not too hard. Give us a shake. We're feisty hard on the Radio 8-Ball. Hello. And welcome to an episode from the Radio 8 Vault. I'm your host, Andras Jones. Paul Plagans appeared on Radio 8 Ball twice. He was a great songwriter whose best work is mostly unknown. He died a couple of years ago, but he is really, really alive here on this track, doing what he did best, singing dark and beautiful prophetic, even, songs about death, and laughing while debating with anyone who'd take the bait, which a lot of times was me. (laughs) Recorded on October 25th, 2005 on KAOS in Olympia, here it is from the Radio 8 Vault, your daily dose of musical synchronicity with Paul Plagans. That's how Radio 8 Ball works. Here on the Polio 8 Ball. Not to be confused with the Polio 8 Ball, which is no fun. Uh, yes, we're here with Paul Plagans on the Radio 8 Ball. The number is 867-5267. It's been a strangely slow night. It makes me think that we are in a ghost town. Olympia. The ghost town. But this isn't Olympia, really, because Radio 8 Ball broadcasts to the whole world via the Internet. So I don't know why people aren't calling in yet, but I'm sure they will be once they realize that their window of opportunity to commune with the Oracle, as represented by the music of Paul Plagans, is swiftly closing. <clears throat> and we'll get like 12 calls in the last five minutes, people all wanting to get their questions answered, and I'll say to them... Ha, ha, ha. You missed your chance when it was there, and now is your chance to call 8675267360867 KAOS and ask your question. So, Paul, hmm. you were you were on Radio 8 Ball once before by yourself or just with Scott? No, I, I've never been on Radio 8 Ball. You've never been on Radio 8 Ball? I've, I've been on Chaos. Yes, many times. In general. Three things are cool, probably. Yes. Yes. And I think maybe the Shrug... Uh, shrug Fest. Shrug Fest. Yeah. Ever been on Jenny Jenkins' Boo? No. No? But that sounds fun. Oh, yeah. It is fun. Because it's with Jenny Jenkins. Yes. Do you yeah. have a question, Tammy? Are you already asked? So... 
Tammy's like uh, like Prince in the studio there. She doesn't want you to address her. Mm. Don't even look at her. What's that noise? That buzzing sound. That's Tammy buzzing you saying. I can't speak even if I unaddress it because my microphone buzzes when I turn it off. Oh, well, we'll have to figure that out. I had to figure that out. Anyway, so, um, well, Paul. Maybe Merwin has a question. No, it's okay. We'll, we'll get a question. And, I mean, don't, we don't want to force, it, force anyone. In the second hour, we have the option of actually having a discussion. And, Paul, I know you have a lot of, a lot of big ideas about a lot of things. Yeah. What's the, what's the latest controversy on the opium list? <laughs> um, yeah, you know, I try to stay out of those things these days. I can't remember what the latest one. What's the be. last one that you got embroiled in? That, that you had a, a burr up your butt about? That I had to throw my two cents in. Yeah. Um, I, can't, uh, I can't remember, actually the last one would be about it's been it's been fairly uh, you know not uh, uncontroversial not traumatic yeah these days well yes I think the last thing I did was just oh no yes no it's true I think I did offend someone which I, I like to do sometimes you know on opium because I had a little rant going about being an atheist and, uh, yeah. Someone didn't like it. Rant, be, being you were ranting against atheists? No. You were ranting about being an atheist? Yes. And what was it, what was it that you said that offended people? Um, I think I just, I think at the moment I was just uh, sort of upset of the, you know, evangelical Christian. You can't guy. hear my voice. Wait, hold on. We have a caller, but let's ah. finish. Well, wait, let's finish what you were saying. You I'm just, in general, not happy with the direction of, you know, the country with the, you know, evangelical Christians sort of seem like they're running anything. And, 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 and I know lots of people of faith complain that they're um, um, not... Uh, they're misrepresented? They're misrepresented, yes, and ignored. And, and, uh, and um, I feel that way kind of about being an atheist. I feel like that's more the thing. You bring that up, and people are like, ooh, you know, so. Um, okay, well, let's, let's see what this caller has to Caller, hello, are you there? Are they there? Did we lose them? Yeah. Okay, well, try calling back, caller, if you, uh, if you wanted to ask your question for the Radio 8 ball. Um, so you've been piss pissing off the Christians on the opium list. The, the fundamentalist. I don't think there's many of those on the list, but I, I think I did offend someone. Yeah. Someone who, you didn't say anything like, you know, people who believe in God are sissies. No, not at all. Nothing and, like and, that. and even when I use the word atheist, I, I you know, I'm kind of agnostic more. Just, I just say atheist like to piss people off. Uh, sure. You're like one of those people who says, you know, says audacious things like, I hate the Beatles. Just uh, to see, just get a rise out of people. No, Scott Taylor says that. Um, yes, but I, I know what you're talking about. That sort of, uh, that prickliness, and I can't deny that I have some of it. You know? <laughs> you certainly can't deny, deny it in this company. That's right. Any you, more than I can. You and I, we go way back. Right. Yes. 
You're a man of many opinions. I am. I am a man of multiple prickles. Um. Yeah. And and no stranger to controversy. And now we do have a caller, and let's bring them on the air. Hello, caller. You're Hello. on the air. Oh. Hello. What's um, your What's your handle? This is Timmy. Timmy. Okay, Timmy. Do you have a question for the Radio Eight Paul? Yes, I do. Okay. Where are you calling from? Oh, yeah. Okay. So, what's your question? The question is, will this um, program that a friend of mine wants to start that helps people on um, meth get off of meth, but by using medicinal marijuana, will it be um, like a hotline where they can call up and such, will that be a success? Okay. And would you pick a number between one and eight that is not three? Oh, two. Okay. Now, Paul Plagans is going to place his song number two on his list. And then when he comes back, we can help you, uh, when the song's over, we'll come back and help you figure out the answer, okay? Okay. Thank you. Stay on the line. Okay, here we go. Someday you're gonna find me
forgiven the souls of the damned. Interesting. The name of that song was what, Paul? Wonderful Dead Guy. Wonderful Dead Guy. And that was the answer to the question about the program to use med- medical marijuana to get people off of meth. And um, what was your handle again, Carl? Uh, this is Timmy. Timmy. So, um, so Hello? Th- these guys are having a good time. So, uh, <laughs> Paul... You, yeah. you, you wrote the song. What did, what did it make you think as far as that question? And, and we try and answer the question really from the standpoint of, like, what it would mean to us if we were asking that question. More than trying to tell them what it means to them, because we don't know. Right. Um, well, whoever that other was on the phone there, the other guy, it is true uh, what he said. That rings true to a certain extent, because, you know, when that's what the song's about. When you're dead, all is cured. You know, all, all the pain is gone and all the problems and everything and whatever the disease might be but um it, it doesn't look good just the idea of wonderful dead guy and something being dead in the water to me um so i don't know I, i'm not i'm not i'm not sure to me i'm not sure if the idea of medical marijuana to uh help uh cure methamphetamine use is necessarily a good idea it seems the best thing for to cure methamphetamine use is to not use anything at all would be my take yeah and uh yeah i guess yeah and i did there, there definitely did seem to be something um you know it was like the death card you know Hello? it was like the death card right yeah you, are you there yeah um, can I, I my friend tim was on so i wanted to comment again on, on what he just said there um I have testimonial friends who have gotten off of um, meth by using marijuana because the meth, the, the marijuana curves their addiction while they're coming down off of using um, meth. Sometimes if they smoke a bowl while they have an idea of thinking of using meth, they might smoke that marijuana and forget of using it. And also when they're going through the pain and suffering of coming down, marijuana copes that pain and suffering at the same time also allow them to eat to get nourishment that their body have lost from the actual mess. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I don't understand why it wouldn't work. Well, I, w- I would say that I think using marijuana in, instead of using meth is a, good, is a better thing, absolutely. But then you wouldn't want to um, be dependent on the marijuana as well. Well, right? marijuana is an actual natural herb. Meth is not. Um, they don't have any Anything for people who are coming down off of meth, the only thing they have them is programs and, and, and people that someone don't give a half-ass about them. Yeah? You there? Come here. Yeah. Um, well, obviously there's, I mean, the, the, the show is more about asking the questions, you know, the, the, the answer you get from the, from oh, okay. the, from the yeah, eight ball, yeah, but I, I appreciate you know, the debate. Mid- we're going Mr. off on it. Yeah, we're having a yeah, miracle, I mean, medical marijuana debate. Yeah, I mean, it's all good. You know, we understand it's all good. But, you know, when, when life has always allowed something that has positive um, 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 to it, they, they, they outcast it. If it's not positive, they don't really outcast it. They, they just put a, uh, a certain limitation on it. Right. 
I know lots of people, though, unfortunately, whose lives are are are, are um, have been pretty well destroyed by right. marijuana. It's well, like how possible. how they get destroyed by marijuana? Um, I it, do we really want to go into this conversation Actually, now? Actually, we go on another time. But we, I'm gonna I'm gonna sign off with this one. Um, as far as the guy who's doing music, very lovely job on the music because the music comes from the soul. Thank you. And him being a, and him being saying that he might be an atheist, I'm sorry that he has to walk around life knowing that there's no place to go. When there is a guy who walked this earth showing him that there is a place to go if he believes. So I, I feel I feel sad for him on that, but I love his music. I'll talk oh. to you later. Thank you very much. Well, thank you for the sentiment. It's, it's a nice one. Thanks for listening to Radio 8 Ball on Feral Audio. If you'd like more information about the Pop Oracle, please check out our website at Radio8Ball.com, where you can find out about upcoming shows, about asking your own question on the podcast, and about our Radio 8 Ball app that allows you to engage the Pop Oracle directly in the form of every song ever performed on Radio 8 Ball. I hope today's musical divination brings and brought the sync to you wherever you are. Until next time... I'm your host, Andras Jones, wishing you lots of spine-tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle. It's the Radio Wave Ball Show.